702. Let's walk the talk on 92.7 and 106 FM. As you creep up to 16 minutes after 1 o'clock on this Wednesday afternoon, it is 702 Afternoons with me, Yuveka Rangapa. I'm in for Rele Bukhile today. It is all about the money as that budget speech comes up at 2 o'clock where we find out what's going to happen with our money, who's going to get more, who's going to get less, uh, what should we prepare or brace ourselves for. And that's Finance Minister uh, Ina Gorongwana uh, expected to get going with that speech at 2 o'clock. Uh, with us, we have uh, Mzimasi Mabeke, who is Head of Fixed Income at Melville Douglas Standard Bank's Boutique investment management company who will help us understand what to expect. Uh, but we also asked you, what are you doing? What have you done in your budget at home? How have you worked out your personal household budget? Um, what have you cut out? What have you cut down on? What have you uh, prioritized? How did you make those decisions as well uh, is what we wanted to know. But first, let me tell you, before we get to all of that, it is International Mother Language Day, worldwide annual observance held on the 21st of February to promote awareness of linguistic and cultural diversity and to promote multilingualism. Now, the theme for this year's International Mother Language Day is multilingual education, a pillar of learning and intergenerational learning. Multilingual and multicultural societies thrive through the preservation of their languages, which serve as conduits for traditional knowledge and cultural heritage. And I'm ashamed to say I don't know my mother tongue. I might want to learn it, but I might want to learn French first and maybe Mandarin as well. I've been told that those are the languages you need to know. But let's say hi to Mzimasi. Mzimasi, what is the easiest language where you say taxes are going up? Where, in what language does it actually sound nicer? When you say? Taxes are going up. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm not even going to attempt to say. That. But welcome. Thank you for your time. You're going to help us navigate this. And we did ask um, our friends out there to just share with us what they've done. And I want you to just take a quick quick listen with me as well uh, with their own personal budgets uh, so far as we're almost at the end of Feb. So they might have figured it out by now. Anonymous says, for me, medical aid is going. I am cutting. Uh, that's where I'm cutting. I can't cope. Somebody else says, um, Kasim says, I need to find a job first. I need to find a job first. Somebody else, Brian, says, eliminate all debt. The banks can keep their interest. Um, we have Sishle who says, I foresee most budget cuts for many government departments, more fuel levies, increase to social development, and billions of rands injection to a much troubled Eskom as well. Okay, so before we, we, we read the rest of those, what are your expectations, Mzimasi, especially today when we hear that inflation is up, uh, it's uh, sitting at 5.3%, we're edging closer to that 6% uh, sort of ceiling. Uh, how worried are you before this, ahead of the speech? Well, whatever, uh, good afternoon to you and your listeners. And indeed, uh, listening to some of your listeners, what, have, uh, what they are saying, mm. It just tells you how difficult the cost of living is in South Africa at this stage. Mm -hmm. And the Minister of Finance in about 45 minutes will be delivering his budget speech. And, of course, it's going to be a very difficult speech uh, uh, to table. Uh, And he will try in that speech to, to balance different interests and different demands from a limited uh, from a limited path. I do not wish to be in his shoes, yeah, yeah. but suffice but suffice to say that indeed everyone across uh, across the the annual spectrum is finding it a little bit difficult. Yes, uh, across all LSMs. 
you know. And I mean, if you just have to look at the price of one food basket, I mean, especially if you have kids who are in school, um, let alone if you're a single person or just a couple, for those who have kids, it's almost impossible to make it to the end of the month uh, a lot of the time because if you're doing school snacks, if you're doing lunches and then you're still feeding them at home, it is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. And I'm not talking about whether you're shopping at, you know, high end, free range sort of in that section. Even if you're going to the cheapest of the the cheapest stores, if you're going to the wholesalers, it's still adding up to so much that most people I know there, even where there are two um, two incomes in one household, are finding it so difficult. I mean, we're looking at people who are cutting out things like medical aid. Um, it is just unbelievable. But um, what does the finance minister actually take into consideration, or him and his speechwriters and his team? You know, what, what are the main things that they take into consideration? What's the data they collect? Where do they collect from uh, in order to put all of this together and say, you know, this is what happens from, from tomorrow morning? Absolutely. Uh, I have never said in a budgeting uh, a, 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 a process, but I imagine that mm. what they would do, first thing that they would do is uh, consider how much have we collected through taxes, because taxes are your main source of revenue yeah. for any government, including this government. How much have we collected in, 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 in terms of revenue, and what are we budgeting for? Uh, budgeting means simply simply means what. What are we going to spend on? What are the key priorities that we should be spending on mm-hmm. as, as government? And how much we should allocate to, a, to each of these priorities? And of course, it happens from time to time, as it is the case in South Africa, that what you have budgeted for is less than what you will collect in terms of revenue. And that's what we then now call budget deficit yeah and in order to fund that budget deficit any administration has mainly three options it is either you raise taxes you cut expenditure or you borrow more and this is exactly what the minister of finance and his team have been faced with and this is what this afternoon they will tell us what what route they opted to take. But mm. from where I sit, I think it's going to be very difficult for the minister to to raise taxes by any meaningful manner, given the current economic climate that we are in. Mm. Uh, so it leaves uh, national treasury with two options cut government spending and go to capital markets and borrow. But of course, where do you cut that government spending? Uh, That becomes the question. Because I mean, for instance, yesterday, we heard yesterday that unemployment levels uh, are still sitting around about 34%, 33%, and 59% of our youth is unemployed. There is no government anywhere in the world yeah. who can afford to have 59% of potential economic active section of its population sitting at home doing nothing. Yeah, there is a absolutely. formula for disaster. 
and that's exactly uh, the challenges uh, that will be facing mm. uh, National Treasury. And, and unfortunately, it forced him to tell us how do we navigate mm. uh, that uh, scenario. Okay, and, and, and while you say that, we have uh, more feedback coming through from our listeners. Uh, Candace saying, I've reduced my home loan for six months. I buy a few loaves of bread a month and also make my own bread and rolls for my household. That's what people are doing at the moment. And then we have another one from GM who says, hospital plan only, no full medical aid now. DSTV is going, reducing the entertainment budget allocation, no whiskey, wine and beer only, cutting down on weekend visits as well, I suppose, meaning weekends away. So you can see there's a lot of, um, you know, people, for some people, these are sacrifices. Uh, a, a lot of people, and I know the hospital plan thing and medical aid is coming up again. It seems to be, you know, medical care seems to be where people are now sort of compromising. And that, that is a bit scary uh, considering what, what happens and what we know happens if you fall ill and you have not made any provision for that. Um, you know, uh, Mzimasi, there are certain sectors that the minister is likely to refer to to talk about you know, where things uh, are doing well, where we've made progress. What sectors do you foresee he's going to highlight as those that have been, have been performing successfully? Um, in, in, in his speech this afternoon? I think one of the, one of the things that we, he will highlight is the performance of the collector of revenue uh, SARS. We have seen uh, a, 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 a SARS uh, efficiency improving. Although it is still not, it is still not where it should be, uh, but we have seen uh, efficiency in 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 in, in funds. Uh, we have seen, for instance, if you look at some of the programs mm. uh, that government has uh, <coughs> has put up. Uh, for instance, I mean, there is a program called Volintela, which is a which is a multifaceted program that looks at at many things. Uh, mm-hmm. For instance, how then do we open up uh, the job sector to skills that we do not have. Yeah. How do we affect those key rare skills to South Africa that we do not have? How do we make the process easy for expatriates mm-hmm. to come bring those skills to South Africa? So I think those, those, those are some of the things that the minister will, will highlight. Mm-hmm. And, and we are really under load shedding. Uh, where where the national electricity utility has been struggling to provide uh, constant power supply. Still, yes. Which is, yeah. <clears throat> so you may expect uh, the minister to touch on 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 the progress and what is being done to fix the power utility. You would remember that in last year's uh, budget speech, he had given tax, uh, what would you call tax incentives to yes. both households, those, to both households and businesses, to install alternative power yes. Yes. Uh, 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 to reduce the load on the on on on, on, the, on, grid, on, yeah. on the on the grid. So. So you would expect them to, to to give a feedback as to how many of those people have taken up uh, 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 that incentive. Of course, I think 
from where I sit, given what we've been saying, that we, we are really stretched yeah. as households. Absolutely. Businesses, yeah. businesses are stretched as households. It'll take someone who had, one, someone who has access to funding, someone who had a bit of capital yes. uh, to, to actually have gone that uh, down that route absolutely to, to, to those and, it's, and it's not supply. cheap it's not cheap at all i can tell you that absolutely not cheap it's but, uh, uh, Zimasi, stay with us i want to just play a voice note to show just uh, you know where else people have been forced to to cut down and then we will catch up with you um as well after that so you're with us up until that speech starts so let's just take a listen to that voice note very quickly hi on the topic of what we've reduced on um on expenses I've recently cancelled my um, armed response contract. I've cancelled my tracker for my car. Um, I have started buying cheaper brands of food. Like I'm really not buying the expensive brands. So if there is a generic, then I'll just go for, for a cheaper brand. I'm going for house brands now. And after this, I think I'm going to ask the biological mother to support us with food. Okay, well, not sure of the personal circumstances there, but as we can see, uh, Mzimasi, that there is, people are cutting down, I mean, essential things, I mean, armed response, you know, that kind of thing. They're compromising their safety for it as well. And there's somebody else here, Etienne, who um, sort of uh, is uh, echoes what you said, incentive for solar for citizens. Solar prices are beyond the reach of the majority of people. Those incentives only cover a small handful of people and exactly what you were saying. Um, and uh, it seems there's... Uh, uh, it, it, it really is a bit of a juggling act for people and businesses are losing out unless they actually do this. Uh, some Kanisida says it's really hard, especially for us domestic workers. Somebody else says it's impossible to, since everything has gone up except for the amount, that still remains the same. By the amount, I mean, but I think they mean the salary stays the same, but the prices keep going up. So, Zimasi, please stay with us. We're heading on to headlines, and uh, we will chat to you further about expectations of the uh, finance minister's budget speech expected to kick off at 2 o'clock uh, in Parliament. No two. Walking the talk. This is 702. 702. Mm, and the big story of the day, of course, is the budget speech uh, coming up in about uh, 12 minutes' time or 11 minutes. That's from uh, Finance Minister Enoch Gorongwana. We have uh, staying on the line with us Mzimasi Mabeke, who is Head of Fixed Income at Melville Douglas Standard Bank's Boutique Investment Management Company. Uh, thanks, Mzimasi, for uh, staying on the line there. I don't know how many of those answers you knew in the brain of 702, but my heart was beating for those two. And at least Nazreen can just pack away that money for now and keep it until we hear what what the minister has to say but we also asked our listeners out there what it is that they've been doing in their personal budgets their their household budgets as well um if for the rest of the year what they've cut down on what they've cut out on and we have and kusana who says my mom is supplementing by food gardens and keeping chickens last week they stole all her veggies and 25 chickens and that must be oh. devastating i mean that's absolutely devastating but um 
Azimase, I want to know from you, as much as we, you know, we, 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 are, we are waiting to hear about things like taxes, we are waiting to hear about what's going to be cut down, what's going to be possibly given more, given to state-owned enterprises and all of that. Um, the, the minister also does have to make us look good, does, does, doesn't he? Make us, he needs to make us look good to the rest of the world because we want investment. So he's got, and I know we always use this term, this, this balancing act or this juggling act that he's, he's got to uh, perform this afternoon. But what he says today is going to impact a lot on how South Africa is seen out there and who will want to invest in us afterwards. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because what South Africa needs right now is, is investment. And I'll go back to the unemployment rate that we released yesterday. I mean, looking at those unemployment rates at about 33 34%, that is a staggering number. Okay. And this country needs it needs an investment to lift this economy and you need foreign direct investment but before you can even think about investing in this economy whether you are <clears throat> whether it's foreign capital the capital you would apply electricity Mzimasa, sorry, we, we seem to be losing you on this line. It's not behaving, uh, but we will try and get you back on, uh, on, on, a, on a better line. But let's just play that last voice note, Abel, that we received about uh, what people are doing. Yo, guys, it's actually quite sad and scary in this country that we're living in that a female chooses so that she doesn't um, struggle she chooses her own safety. Her armed response is now off. Her tracker is now off. So what happens if this poor lady gets hijacked? No, man. Please, government, you need to sort out this thing. This tinsel of yours, it's not working, this narrative. Please, please, please. Okay, so that response was uh, uh, in response to uh, another young lady who called in or sent us a voice note earlier saying to cope she's had to cancel her tracker and armed response as well. So that was, uh, that was in response to that. And yes, people are compromising their health. They're cutting out uh, their medical aid. They're compromising their safety. They're compromising also health in terms of quality of food, what they're able to afford, where they're shopping, what they're buying. It's, it's dire out there, people. It is absolutely dire. All right. So we have the budget speech uh, coming up at two o'clock and we are just uh, going to wait for that to happen. We will bring that live to you. And thank you to our previous guest, Mzimasi Mabekre, head of fixed income at Melville Douglas Standard Bank's boutique investment management company, ahead of the uh, finance minister's budget speech.